Perhaps the worst deal in the history of deals ever. Dot meme text. Oh, you haven't heard of the dot meme text uh, file type? That's what we call it in the business. It's a memeable image. It's got block white letters on the top, block white letters on the bottom, and in the middle is a picture of something, usually referring to the person viewing it as a snowflake. All right, we're going to go down. Uh, I've got one last decision here. I don't know why I put on my Weird Owen Wilson voice for this. Vince, come on, man. Let's do the Wedding Crashers too. It'll be a big hit, Vince. I, I don't want to do that. That's not how Vince Vaughn sounds. It's not really how Owen Wilson sounds either. What are you talking about? It sounds just like this. I can only talk in a hushed whisper. And I... I got a little weird Sean Connery, little Nicky thing going on. But wow, now is the winner of our discontent, Vince. It's way more little Nicky than Owen Wilson. I don't know why, you guys, uh, are you as old as I am, roughly? You remember the television program Doug with Douglas Funny? They had that song and that killer tofu. I don't know, I keep going, ooh. Owen Wilson. You're waiting for like the punchline. That was it. Like it doesn't really stick in your brain apart from that. I mean, it has a hook after that. It goes, ooh, ooh, Owen Wilson. I don't remember as much of these. I always feel like, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but probably because, you know, it's not like a singular thing. Um, sometimes people will bring up a cartoon that hasn't been on the air in like 20 years. And they'll be like, it's like that episode of Rocket Power where, uh, you know, Turtle gets the rollerblades, but he puts them on backwards and his, he snaps his groin like a wishbone going down the halfpipe. Remember that one? And I'm like, no, under no circumstances do I remember that. Have you been watching these episodes recently? Like, it's not like you have to tell me. I'm not a cop, as we've established. But it, it always blows my mind. Like, I can't even stress to you how much Simpsons I watched as a kid. Like, everybody my age, and probably, you know, people who are five to ten years older than me, and also maybe five to ten years younger than me, I watched a ton of Simpsons growing up. Maybe more than five to ten years younger than me. Um, watched it outrageous. It was on every day after school. We talked about it. We didn't have quite the same access that, that you know, people have these days, because it wasn't, you know, the idea of watching on-demand video on the internet was like a pipe dream in Richard Stallman's vast deference. But, and I don't even know if Richard Stallman had any role to play in that, but anyway, it's like a DAE reference. You get the, the picture. Uh -huh, I get the picture. Um, people, I, I've even like relatively recently, like within the past 10 years, watched like Golden Age Simpsons, seasons, you know, two through nine, basically. Uh, it's like the episode of The Simpsons. Remember that part where Professor Fink says, uh, Morgan Flavin? And I go, I do not recall this moment. I'm sorry to tell you that you, you don't remember what day my birthday is, but you remember all these insular details about a cartoon program from your, your youth and contemporaneous era. I'm jealous because I have a good memory for other weird details, but I, I have a hard time occasionally. Oh, nice block, my dude. I have a hard time occasionally relating specifically with cartoon references uh, where dreams are made of. There's nothing we can't do. You know? It's like driving. When you drive, if you do drive, you'll know this. If you don't drive, well, I hope you do. If you don't drive, you might never have thought about it. But driving is not necessarily like 
an exercise in reaction time. Of course, like, if the car in front of you decides to slam on the brakes, you gotta look, interpret, and then, you know, smash on your own brakes or swerve into a different lane, but you, first you gotta check the lane and make sure that there's nobody in it that you're gonna crash into if you got the time, etc., etc. Um, but it's also about, like, planning, you know? While you're driving, you look in the distance, and you might be looking, you know, okay, six blocks up on uh, East 41st there, Looks like there's a car, uh, it's got an unstable load in the back, if you know what I mean. So I'm going to switch lanes so I don't have to get behind that guy. Or You know, sometimes you just look at it and you'll be like, okay, there's obviously, like, this guy's driving like a moron two blocks ahead of me. So I'm going to switch lanes so I don't have to deal with his nonsense. I had a weird moment uh, when I was driving, like, two nights ago. I was going to the grocery store. And I to get to the grocery store, I got to do this weird, like... There's a bunch of one-way streets. Not that I... Well, NL, that is weird. You didn't let me finish, okay? You gotta let me finish, Vince. Um, so I had to do three turns in a way that looks... You, you know, like if I was directly behind you and I started doing these turns in sync with you, you might think that I'm following you or something like that. I'm just saying, it's rare because you're like, why wouldn't this guy just do one left instead of three rights? But it's because of one-way streets. And the guy uh, that was in front of me, he pulled out in front of me, and then he turned right, and I turned right, and then he turned right, and then I turned right, and then he turned right, and I turned right, and he started driving, like, real slow, thinking that he's being tailed or something like that. And in all honesty, he might be being tailed if he's going to the same grocery store I'm going to. But then, so we drove for, like, another couple of blocks, and he was driving, like, real slow and erratic, and then... Uh, he came to an intersection, and he was in one lane, and then made, like, the last-second decision to go into the turn lane. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I think he was kind of, like, giving me a suspicious look. And when I drove through the intersection, I saw a cop car, and I gave them, like, a look and a nod. As if somehow they had been privy to the interaction that I had just had, and there was, like, don't worry about it, boys. It's all good. Apropos of nothing at all. A, a picosecond after I did it, I was like, Hey, moron, why'd you just look the cops that were driving there dead in the eye and give them an up-nod like, you know, we're cool. That's like the least we're cool thing you could do, is go to a police officer and be like, Yeah, I see you. It was just a weird, like, my head cannon briefly escaped into the meat space of the real world. And I was instantly like, oh, that's stupid. I don't think I explained this story well. It makes me sound more mentally unstable than I actually am. Whoa, NL tailed a guy and then <laughs> dared the police to arrest him. That's not how it went. The grocery store is surrounded by myriad one-way streets. It had to be done. That was a good one. T tell the story about uh, how that guy probably possibly thought you were tailing him again. No one's gonna, it's, not, it's, not one, it's not going to the greatest hits, I suppose. You ever feel like, uh, there's a lot of U2 songs that if you put them together, they kind of, like, make sense thematically in terms of their titles? Like, like, what if you, what if where the streets have no name, actually, let's do it the other way. What if, uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for is a direct sequel to where the streets have no name. Like, step one, he's like, I'm having a great time. Where the streets have no names. Where the streets have no names. And then in the next one, he's like starting to get a little flustered. I still 
haven't found what I'm looking for because the streets have no names. There's got to be more, like... Give me, you got to give me a minute, though. It's a problem because a lot of, like, the U2 songs from, like, the 90s and beyond uh, are one word. You know, vertigo, elevation, beautiful day. I'm sure that's two words, obviously. Like, I haven't lost it to that degree yet. You just think, like, if you had, if you went where the streets had names, you'd probably it'd be easier to find things. I say that from experience, by the way. I don't know if I told this anecdote. I think I told it on the NLSS, but, you know, in Korea, it's weird. The streets don't really... A lot of the streets don't have names. There are street signs in Korea, I want to make that clear. But, you know, if you're on, like, a side street or something, it's just like, you know, turn right at the meat shop. Um, my favorite Banksy documentary. I gotta be honest, it was hard to find things. We were looking for, uh, well, we were actually familiar with other NLSS anecdotes. We were looking for Check House. Put it into Google Maps, tell the taxi driver where to go. Another thing that annoys the Christ out of me when you're in Korea, the taxi driver. You get in, you show him like a GPS pin. In Korean, I wanna point out. It's not me handing him my phone and being like, hey, buddy, I don't know. And then he just starts asking us, so like, where is this? And you're like, you're the taxi driver, my dude. I gave you a jeep. I gave you a longitudinal and latitudinal coordinate. All you gotta do is get me there. But anyway, first place, the Google Maps had just lied to us. Second place, we got there and we couldn't find it. We were trying to ask around. We were like showing people the map, and they're like, "We don't know where that is." It was at the intersection of Olympic Street and Olympic Street. That's right, a north-south and an east-west road. They named the same thing. And they intersected with one another. So you, you're looking and you're like, well, it says it's not like, you know, 505 Olympic Road. None of the buildings have numbers and Olympic Road goes in literally all four directions from this point. So Bono, I'm just saying, I've, I, it's been a while since I listened to Joshua Tree. I'm not sure that the album is about being lost in a literal sense as opposed to like a drift in a metaphorical sense. But I feel you, dude. When the streets have no name, I oftentimes have a harder time finding what I'm looking for. So we're kindred spirits. Ireland, I have a bone to pick with you, okay? Because of the nature of the backlog, this is going to be a little bit time delayed, but semi-recently, depending on when this episode comes out, there's a, a little holiday came around. It's called St. Patrick's Day. You are probably familiar with this. It's the day when you celebrate Irishness. I want to ask you a few questions. I want, and this is you're coming from a place of honesty. I know I started this by saying I got a bone to pick with you. That's not really the case. You know, I play it up for absurdity a little bit. Give me a good card, please, so I can continue on this anecdote. First off, do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland? In Ireland, I should say, to the same degree that North Americans celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It is like I wouldn't. It's one step below a major holiday in Canada. Only in one province do people get the day off. And that's true. People that are not from Newfoundland are going to be like, someone in Canada is getting the day off for St. Patrick's Day? In Newfoundland, you get the day off. You're going to say, no, fair. Fair. There's a lot of Irish diaspora, Scottish diaspora as well. I mean, there's no, it's like St. Andrew's Day, but it's kind of not celebrated to the same degree. But that's kind of like another question that I was going to bring up, you know, is like, why does so? There's many questions. First off, how do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland? Please resist the temptation to answer this unless you're actually Irish. Please, I know if you're Irish American, that's fine. Okay, I've seen Brooklyn, great movie, classic film. However, 
I want to I want to get it straight from the mouths of babes. Secondarily, and this is a question for everybody else. I'm aware, you know, Irish. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Loyalist is not the word I'm looking for. There's a lot of Irish descendants in America and Canada, uh, especially in the Northeast. No question about it. Okay, but why does Ireland? gets so represented. And I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I'm not saying like, oh, well, if we have a St. Patrick's Day, we've got to celebrate St. Andrew's Day and Bastille Day, and I expect you to celebrate Canada Day and blah, blah. But, because you know where I'm going with this hypothesis. I'm tiptoeing around it. It doesn't hurt, in my opinion, that A, you got a lot of history in the colonies, and B, your holiday... At least in a North American context, I'm not trying to say that this is how it was originally conceived, but in North America, St. Patrick's Day is mostly about getting absolutely blasted on totally legal ethanol. And I gotta say, it's an ingenious move from a marketing standpoint. I don't know what happens on St. Andrew's Day. I don't know what happens... You know, on King George's birthday. I don't know what you celebrate in the UK. Alright? This is the day William the Conqueror killed the Harold Haroldson with an arrow through his freaking eyeball. I got no clue. And there are owners! <laughs> but I know that it, whenever March 16th, 17th, doesn't really matter. Whenever one of those days in March rolls around that the radio tells me to prepare for, I know there's going to be a party if I want to go to one. Does it work, like, is the 4th of July celebrated commonly, like, to the same degree? It seems like St. Patrick's Day is, like, a worldwide phenomenon. I'm not saying you can't go outside without being pinched because you're not wearing something green, but it's really, it's impressive. I, I guess what I'm asking is, like, as an, if you're an Irish person, are you proud of uh, St. Patrick's Day? Are you ashamed of St. Patrick's Day? And I think there's a case for either, honestly. Consider St. Patrick's Day, and I'm, I'm just being real with you, and this is not, these people are not Irish, okay? It's the one day of the year where, you know, it might be like 8 p.m., and Kate's like, do you want to, like, go out and get something to eat? And I'm like, God, no. Are you crazy? <laughs> Dude's throwing up in trash cans and, like, on the... Vancouver subreddit this morning, there was a dude who was like, hey, sorry, everybody, I threw up on the SkyTrain last night. And everyone was like, that's okay. It happens. It does happen. It doesn't have to be St. Patrick's Day for that to happen. But, you know, I have to feel like if I were Irish, I would be like, that's, I really wish that wasn't like the number one thing that some countries associate with our country, even if that is out of ignorance. And by the way, I feel you, because number one thing associated with Canada Depending on who you talk to, is either like politeness or maple dang syrup. So, like, you know, I, I understand the stereotyping is not always fair. Like, is the fourth? I would expect the Fourth of July or like Bastille Day is probably the next. I know, by the way, St. Patrick's Day is not Irish Independence Day, but anyway, it's like a holiday for that country. Like, I, I, I would find it strange if other countries celebrated Canada Day, but I guess we have a much shorter. Uh, I mean, not I guess. Like, literally, we have a much shorter history, and we don't have a, you know, it's not like there's a huge population of Canadian people who, you know, gave their lives up in Canada and moved to a, a harsh, <laughs> unknown Ireland, and then 
made it work and built the bedrock of society. So I'll feel you there. I know there's like legitimate reasons, but that's why I don't like St. Patrick's Day very much. And you're going to think that this is like, uh, I'm a teetotaler. Not true. Not true at all. I just dislike the holidays that are so much about like consumption. And St. Patrick's Day is one of them, whether, you know, it's legitimate or otherwise. That's another reason, to be honest with you, I kind of dislike Halloween, as I've said many times. Halloween's really fun from like 0 to 18. And then depending on the circles you run in, it's like really fun like 18 to 25. Once I got past that, I was like, October 31st is like one of two days where I treat the outdoors as if it's the purge. If it's your birthday and you're out and going, it's my birthday, I don't care. It's your birthday, have a good time. It's Halloween, I'm like, you're not really selling. I'm not, it's not like I'm mad that the true reason for Halloween is not being respected. It's the night before we, all the spirits would rise, so we have to quell them by paying tribute to them. I'm worried that they're going to come back from the dead. It's not that. It's just, to some extent, I think I'm cynical and it's kind of an easy target. I don't dislike, contrary to popular belief, I don't dislike the sight and sound of other human beings having fun. It's just when it's disruptive fun. It gets annoying to me. And yeah, you know, when there's a group of 10 people open carrying, and in Canada open carry, usually, you know, we're talking about alcohol, not like uh, a gun. Usually playing like music on their cell phone and spilling drinks all over the train floor. I'm like, it's disruptive. People, they hand wave that criticism sometimes. They go like, oh, I'm sorry, Grandpa, go to sleep. Oh, I should, I, should, I should be in bed, I guess. It's Halloween. Don't tell him. And by them, I mean anybody. But I kind of feel the same way about New Year's, even though I've partaken. But I trust, you know, I'll, here's the take-home message as it stands, at least in my opinion right now. You know what? Let's fight, Hush. We're doing fine. Feel free to celebrate these holidays. If you celebrate them responsibly and you don't inconvenience other people, I'm not talking to you. For real. If you're, if you're at a pub on St. Patrick's Day and you're getting blasted and then you don't drive home and you, uh, you know, don't, don't cause issues for any other patrons or, you know, people you come in contact with during the day. You don't come home and, like, you know, light your apartment on fire because you fell asleep cooking a frozen pizza. No big deal. You're cool. I'm not talking to you. Uh, and you should be in my boat instead, because I'm not lumping you in. I'm not lumping you in with those people, because that's not fair. You and I are kindred spirits. I'm talking about the people, and you can't deny that on a day that celebrates and to some extent uh, encourages public drunkenness, there's just more of it. You know, I'm talking about the people that are just walking down the sidewalk, shouting woo. Drinking a can of old Milwaukee and then leaving it on the street, you know? I've been there in my life. And I endeavor not to go back. Maybe that's why it makes me so salty. It reminds me of a younger me. This is the Goosebumps theme song. Are you afraid of the hush? Again, I think I came across more curmudgeonly, but it's more like St. Patrick's Day always interests me. We don't really celebrate Cinco de Mayo in Canada, so we don't have like the same sort of thing. If you've been, if you've been like, what about Cinco de Mayo? That's the thing. It's not worldwide, and I don't know. Maybe St. Patrick's Day isn't worldwide either, but uh, that's my perception right now, whether valid or otherwise. We totally should have taken Doctor Fetus. Didn't spend eight years in medical school to be called Mister Fetus. 
I like the lore that Dr. Evil is actually a medical doctor. I never thought about it until that exact moment, but in Austin Powers, he does say, I didn't spend seven years in evil medical school to be called Mr. Evil. I guess I always assumed he was like a, you know, he had a doctor in chemistry or something like that. You know, something that could be sinister. And if you're studying chemistry, it's not an insult. I'm just saying you have to admit it's one of the more sinister things to be a doctor of. You know, is it way he's going to be a doctor of philosophy? Literally? What is he going to do? Argue planet Earth into giving him a billion dollars? I don't think so. The, you know, a master's in engineering or a, sorry, a PhD in engineering or something like that. Yeah, but... No, he's a legit physician. It's like Ohip didn't pay out and he decided to turn to evil doctor things. Now you want to come back in, huh, Ruka? I see how it is. Always the glory hunter when the run's going well once I get off the St. Patrick's Day hate and Halloween. Oh, any other holidays to insult? Probably. Any excuse to get a day off, by the way. But you know what? It, any... I think where the... The drunkenness thing is just a plausible excuse, okay? But the real thing that I dislike about holidays like Halloween and St. Patrick's Day is if you work in an office environment, and I'm being real with you, this is from experience, and as you probably know if you work in a similar environment, um, you're, and I know you work from home now, you just wear your underwear, yes, but like this is past me, you know, for deep lore implications. You know, the holidays like those you're expected to go to work on because it's not like well, it's on Christmas, right? It's not Easter. But you're also expected to observe the holiday at work. It's like you're having your cake and eating it too. We gotta do a... We're gonna go, everybody come to the lunchroom. We've got our Halloween uh, costume contest coming up. Sabrina from HR is dressed like a witch. Lurie from accounting. It's got an eye patch, you know, that that's what I dislike. Is like if you're not going to give me the day off, don't make me uh don't make me observe it then. That's my particular opinion on the issue. Same with St. Patrick's Day. Any holiday with an outfit but not a day off. Those are my rules. I count them. See, I remember the lyric for once. St. Patrick's Day. Well, you know, we're agreed. It looks like I get to pinch you. Wouldn't that be fun? No, don't touch me. I'm not going to file an HR complaint. I think that's a little dramatic, considering the circumstances. But I would really prefer if you didn't pinch me because I'm not wearing the color that you're supposed to wear on this day. My personal opinion. You know what's a tricky one, though, that exposes some of my hypocrisy? It's Valentine's Day. I know that Valentine's Day, if you took a poll of the internet, would probably the, be the holiday that people are most cynical about. When I was single, I never found Valentine's Day irritating or, uh, you know, like confidence undermining. And when I was uh, dating and then now married, Valentine's Day never bugged me too much, never stressed me out, you know? I, I That's one of the ones, and I'll admit that my experience may be atypical, but... I just never really w was bothered by it. When I was single, I was like, I don't have to care about this holiday. I'm certainly not going to get sad over it. And, you know, now that I'm married, what do you do? Well, it's January. I kind of get into, like, a gift-giving season because, like, you know, we have Christmas. And then, uh, 
we celebrate Christmas, we observe Christmas, and maybe we've got sweaters, but we also get the day off if we want it. If we worked in an office environment, we get the day off. I've already insulated myself from your logical extreme argument, okay? It's got an outfit, but you usually get the day off. Unless you work in the back office of an old navy, in which case you got me. Either way, now that, uh, you know, Valentine's Day whips around, you get Christmas in December. Well, it's really like my birthday is the end of November. Christmas is in December. You're going to do something for New Year's, potentially. Kate's birthday is relatively soon after that. Kate's mom's birthday is soon after that. You get Valentine's Day. A couple weeks after Valentine's Day, you get Kate's mom's birthday. And then I'm like, I got time off till our anniversary. So I get into like a gift-giving mode. But it's pretty, you know, pretty simple. Sometime in January rolls around, you get to thinking about, you know, what, you know, you, you say, hey, my wife don't buy anything. If you want something, drop me a hint or like just tell me. It'd be a little dense sometimes. And uh, you, you book a relatively nice place for your Valentine's dinner in advance. And you're good. It's not that, you know, it's it's like taking a yearly physical or something like that. It's uh, I don't want to make it sound like it's a chore, but it's one of those holidays that... It's invented by Hallmark to sell greeting cards. Yeah, but like there's worse ones. <laughs> I think, honestly. Like, is it Halloween is, like, invented by Goodwill to sell costumes? At least you get to, you know, you have an excuse to spend time with, like, the person you love, right? If it's a source of stress, I'm just telling you, one of you is doing something wrong somewhere down the line. Oh, I don't need a date to tell my partner I love him. Yeah, but, like, just take another one. If you don't need a day for it, then Valentine's Day shouldn't be that big of a deal for you. I'm not, like, the staunch defender of Valentine's Day. I always think it's weird, like, you know, there's this really hilarious internet movement. It's like, okay, Valentine's Day is March, or is it February 14th? Steak and BJ Day. And you can ask your parents what BJ is if you're watching this on the under-18 crowd. Because, like, the guy suffers so much on Valentine's Day. Well, the guy will get his gifts in a month. Always struck me as, like, what the heck are you doing for Valentine's Day? <laughs> like, I, I buy a gift. I write a nice, heartfelt note. And then we go out to eat at a nice place, eat some delicious food, have a couple drinks. It's like, I, I'm not going to hold that over your head in a month. Oh, remember that torturous, <laughs> nice dinner we had? Those heartfelt moments? What a terrible experience that was, right? Like, when's my Valentine's Day? It's very, I don't know, the internet's so weird about some stuff like this. Then you, you know, you defend Valentine. That's the thing is, like, I don't want to misrepresent it. Like, I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this incredibly incendiary holiday discussion. But, like, you know, sometimes on the show, I'll be like, I don't really like Halloween. People are like, you ate fun. And I'm like, I don't really mind Valentine's Day. They're like, whoa, well, hell, hey, consider, you ever think about like, how many people that are single watch your show? And you're being very insensitive to them right now. Like, you can't have it both ways, okay? There's, like, four real holidays we got to choose between the rest of them. Depending on the religion that you observe or do not deserve. Four real holidays that might swap in or out. Like, you know, there's many that I do not celebrate. The ones that are on the calendar, I'll take them. I'm not in a position to say no. 
Like, we have one in BC. People make fun of it, and I don't get it. It's called Family Day. <laughs> Family Day. It's literally the government saying, you know, hey, people are working, like, a little bit too much. Here's a day off in February to last you until Easter comes around, right? People are going, I don't get it. What's Family Day? That's so stupid. Couldn't you name it after, like, some... Ancient politician who may or may not have also been a slave owner. Like, don't we respect our history? It's just that the government's saying spend time with your family. If you're like an atheist, you celebrate Christmas, you make fun of Family Day, you gotta think for a couple seconds. I put myself in that camp. Probably as like a 19 year old. What's all this Family Day? It's stupid. Well, what are you celebrating Christmas for? Well, you, it, but it's the most wonderful time of the year. That's why you celebrate with the songs that are playing and. Everyone saying something good cheer. By the way, I want to take issue with that song. Was the guy who wrote it Australian? Because Christmas is like, you know, from a holiday standpoint, most wonderful time of the year. From uh, a weather standpoint, maybe like the least wonderful time of the year. If you live in an area that happens to have a winter. You know, even like in Vancouver. We don't have much of a winter. It gets cold, and it rains. But it's not the most wonderful time of the year. People still hate winter here. And it's not like they've lost perspective. Well, maybe some of them have lost perspective, but... Some of us, I should say, have lost perspective. But it, it's more like, you know, it still sucks. You know, I still prefer that it was, like, slightly warmer, and I could go outside without an umbrella. I'm not having to shovel my door every single day just so I can get outside and, like... You know, school's not getting canceled due to snow unless it snows like two centimeters, in which case it's snowpocalypse. But, you know, it's still, it's, it's, that song should be sung exclusively in an Australian accent. The, it's the most wonderful time of the year, as far as I'm concerned, is a song that should be, a, a, you know, about the second week of June. <laughs> but of course, what can I say? The winters here are remarkably mild in my office. I just like... I got nothing, I mean, I don't like Christmas music, mostly because I've heard these same, you know, they add like one Christmas song to the rotation every 10 years. There's a big vote. You didn't get the memo. Um, so I've heard these same friggin' songs for like 25 years of having a brain that can store memories, right? And I'm just kind of sick of Deck the Halls. Like, I don't need to hear that anymore. Especially for like a straight month. But anyway, it's not like a, I don't rail against Christmas music at all times of the year. I'm just, it's a brief aside. But, uh, I just wish they wouldn't lie to me. Like, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree. No lies in that song. It's the most wonderful time of the year? You're lying to me. It's not. At least climactically. That's not how you say that word. Climate, climatologically. All the tires are skidding, the brakes are not sticking, and everyone steers into the snowbank. It's the most wonderful... What was up with these monstros that were not delirium? Am I am I interpreting this incorrectly? Satan? Is that you? I thought you only existed in my nightmares. Was it the Christmas joke? Ah! <laughs> Sorry. It's because you made fun of St. Patrick's Day. Don't you have any respect for your Irish audience? I respect the, I'm just like, if Canada Day was celebrated worldwide, and I was like, hey, over there in uh, Ghana, why do you love 
Canada Day, and they were like, I have a good publicly acceptable excuse to drink 16 beers starting at 11 in the morning. I'd be like, I don't really know if that's what I want you to take away from my country's holiday. That's why I'm asking. I'm asking, and it sounds like a retcon. I'm asking out of sympathy and a desire to bond with the Irish viewers. Because I think that if I put myself in your shoes, there are people that genuinely celebrate St. Patrick's Day outside of Ireland for, like, the spirit of Ireland. Then there are some people who use it as an excuse to get trashed. So I guess you gotta have, like, a... I, I, I won't speak for you. I'll speak for myself. I would have, like, a mixed sense of, like, you know, it's amazing that my relatively small country... I know Canada's geographically large, but of course I mean in a population sense and you're deliberately misinterpreting me. Um, a relatively small country has, like, a, you know, a global presence to the extent people care about it enough to celebrate it. But I would also be like, I wish the undertone of it wasn't get super, super, like, even just getting drunk is fine. But it, St. Patrick's Day is like, we're gonna get absolutely destroyed. This cat is trying to beat the door down. Haven't you considered St. Patrick is normal? Okay. That's me pretending my cat is a commenter so angry that they don't even exist. I'm just making them up now as a straw man for me to argue against. A steel man. Come together with your cogent reasoning. Save me from being perceived as argumentatively weak. Save me. I will let you in, Ruka. You can't fathom it right now, but I'm beating like the hardest boss in the game. I really feel like this cat, and I know this, you know, if you have like a baby, this is going to sound ridiculous. This cat is costing me like an hour of sleep a night for its entire existence. Every night I wake up like 6 a.m. This guy's picking the carpet with his nails. And I go, and then I go back to sleep. And like two minutes later, I wake up. To, he's doing the same thing. And I snap and I go, Ruka! And then he stops. And I go back to sleep. I feel like that resets my sleep by like an hour. Like the previous hour doesn't count. It's a luxury that I can afford, thankfully, because of my line of work. But you get the idea. We gotta train this guy. Stop picking the carpet. Just rip it out. Do you think my landlord will be mad? <laughs> Hello, Ruka. Welcome to the room.